This is the History of the World podcast, Illuminati Debrief. Hello everyone, welcome to the History of the World podcast, Illuminati Debrief. And this week, we're joined by all of the hot worlders for a change. So uh, this, we're all together again, we're all together. So normally this is exclusive for those patrons and those uh, subscribers who listen into uh, the bonus material of the podcast. But this week, we've opened it up to everyone. Now, for those of you who've never listened to a debrief episode before, we simply explore some of the source material and a little bit of my experience of writing this week's episode. Now, this week's episode was on the Cholas of India. And of course, the Cholas were a long-standing dynasty of India, but specifically, they became an imperial force uh, during those few centuries of the medieval period. So um, we explored that and uh, we explored the fact that they came from relatively humble beginnings and be- eventually became a, a really sort of wide-ranging imperial force having a lot of influence over the Southeast Asian Peninsula, so really quite a long way from their homelands. Um India, a very difficult subject to write about during this period because um, it's such a complex fabric and and a patchwork of kingdoms and dynasties all controlling little bits and pieces. So not an easy episode to, to write and not an easy region of the world to study. There's a lot of fragmentation, a lot of dynasties coming and going, a lot of... Um, a lot of nations coming and going and uh, powers emerging and then disappearing. So it's a, it almost reads like a very sort of, you know, you could even say a very boring list of dynasties or a boring list of kings. And that. But, that, I mean, that's unfortunately the nature of um, what we have access to. So we're talking about inscriptions on temples when we're talking about the Cholas as well. So you get a, a kind of a lack of characters in these episodes. There's no one, you know, there's no king who really shines out as having a, a personality. We can't really get to grips with these individual kings and, and find out, a, you know, more about them. Certainly, you know, there's indications that kings might have been very um, aggressive or might have been very kind uh, just through their actions and diplomacy but we really don't get a lot in the way of characters in this period of India Um, and this is um, you know as we say this is because of a lack of source material and those source materials they have to be read and interpreted by people who are experts at studying the region as a whole. So to understand India, you have to understand the culture and the nature of India and the culture and the nature of their religious observances and what they were more likely to do with their wealth. So we mentioned on many of occasions that when they plundered neighbouring uh, neighboring dynasties or neighbouring lands or kingdoms, that they would put a lot of the money back into the temple. 
And um, and this almost left the temples quite vulnerable to raids, so they had to be heavily protected. So it was quite, it was almost quite a an expensive thing to do to have to protect your temple. Um, and um, so there we go. That's really trying to understand um, the nature of this area of the world, just due to the fact that its culture was different to maybe other areas of the world. The other thing that's always a huge challenge for me as a historian and no expertise, no direct expertise or particular expertise on Indian history is how on earth do I pronounce all of these names, all of these dynasty names, all of these king names, uh, all of these temple names. Um, well, with great difficulty and, um, you know, I'll use resources i don't really i don't think i've sort of disclosed too much about pronunciation and how i go about pronouncing the names of things but uh, there's a wonderful website called forvo f-o-r-v-o which is like a a free source of um of pronunciations it's really um you know it's it's like crowdsourced pronunciation so you can either submit uh, words for pronunciation or uh, likewise you can offer your own pronunciations if you speak in that particular language so uh, that's worth visiting if you're ever unsure how to pronounce a foreign name sometimes you can find these names on Forvo um, good old Google Translate is such a powerful tool nowadays that you can put things in it recognises the language or an approximation of the language and a lot of languages, you can sort of guess by the linguistic rules uh, how it should be pronounced, but still there's nothing quite like pronouncing it like a native speaker is there. So, um, But Google Translate is, is somewhere I go. And then, of course, we've got um, sites like um, um, Uglish is another one where you can type a word in and... Um, and the, the engine will find uh, videos where that is mentioned and where the, the subtitles recognise it and it takes you to that area of the video. So you can uh, you can get But then you're also uh, in the lap of whether those people who made those videos knew how to pronounce it as well. So always a little bit tricky with pronunciations and especially when I've got no linguistic knowledge of Hindi or uh, Sanskrit, or Tamil, or Canada, uh, all of those dialects of, of India or southern India. Well, some of the source material used, are, it's you, you can look up guidelines or timelines of the Chola, uh, but there was one book which I really lent upon, um, and it's by... Um, Grab it is by John Key, and um, he, I think I first stumbled across his work when he wrote um, a book about the history of China. So he's he's written two incredibly strong books on the history of uh, China and the history of uh, India, and and in his book about the history of India, um, he's basically tried to devote a few pages to the Chola timeline, which I found an invaluable source. And um, because of his understanding of India, 
he was able to insert his own knowledge into it and interpret things in a way that uh, made it a lot more interesting for me to read about. So, um, really, you've got to thank John Key, really, for writing that wonderful book about India. It really helped me to sort of understand or get a feeling for the for the medieval uh, period in southern India, in the southern Indian subcontinent. So, um, but apart from that, really, it was just using web resources, um, you know, good old Britannica and uh, the World History Encyclopedia and a lot of Wikipedia. But, of course, with Wikipedia, you have to triangulate a lot. You can't just take everything you read as gospel with Wikipedia because it's edited by the general public. So you've just got to put your faith in it. Um, or you've got to be prepared to look for other source material to validate the content on Wikipedia. So anyway, that's really it. That's what went into the construction of this week's episode. Um, I'd like to wrap up this week by just saying a big thank you to uh, all of you who contribute towards the success of the podcast. It really does mean a lot and it really enables me to do more for the podcast, uh, investing in source material and um, basically being able to devote time to the project as well. So it's really, really important, everything you do. But also for those of you who listen and don't necessarily want to contribute towards it, you're happy just being a listener, then you can also do your little bit by just rating and reviewing the podcast and the more activity, the more media activity that surrounds the podcast uh, enables it to be exposed to more and more people. So, um, you know, anything you do can only benefit the History of the World podcast. Um, just to wrap up um, now, there's there's um, there's something that um, Spotify approached me about. They spoke to me about the podcast. It's, you know, they're quite proud to have the History of the World podcast on their books, which is great. Um, but also they said that um, they felt that our logo could be improved upon. It doesn't really look professional enough. So if anyone out there is any good at logo design, maybe you could come up with an alternative History of the World podcast logo. We like the black background and the green text for the medieval period podcasts. But if anyone's got an ability to elaborate and create something that might be a bit more professional, then maybe you could be the designer of the new uh, logo for the podcast. So if anyone's got any ideas, send them in and we'll have a look at them. Anyway, that's it for this History of the World podcast debrief. I hope you enjoyed it. A little bit of a bonus, a little bit of extra material for you. And you can listen to the debrief episodes every week just by subscribing to the podcast. Or if you're, uh, if you're a member on Patreon, you can get the debrief episodes uh, about a week after they're initially released. But until um, next time, we meet again. And uh, thank you very much uh, for everything you do, everyone. Until next time, be good. <laughs>